your weekly fix of Asian music. This is Asian Pop Nation. You are listening to Asian Pop Nation. You just heard The Crane with his song titled Ramen Boy. We also had the Filipino artists JRLDM featuring Jika Marie with their collaboration track titled E Papaano. And lastly, we had the one and only Keshi with his newest track titled Get It. Super hyped for that debut album coming real soon. But something else that we are super hyped about as well is this amazing interview we have with Malaysian doctor turned comedian Jason Leong, who stopped by our little virtual studio, if you want to call it that, to talk about his newest show, Heaty, which will be happening live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So put your hands together for the one and only Jason Leong. So you're listening to Celestia and Leisha as well on Asian Pop Nation. And tonight we're hashtag blessed to be joined by Malaysia's funniest doctor turned comedian, Jason Leong. Um, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Celeste. That's a great intro. You introduced me as uh, Malaysia's funniest doctor turned comedian. Uh, there's only one of them, which is me. So it's not really a... <laughs> It's not really <laughs> hyping me up, but that's okay. That's okay. Let's do it again. This is Jason Leong, the best comedian in the world. Okay, let's go. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor. Honor? No, we are so excited for you to be here. And obviously, yeah. one of the biggest main reasons you are here right now, a Malaysian comedian talking in like a Melbourne-based radio show, is because Melbourne International Comedy Festival is happening at the end of the month. And you are coming down and bringing your next comedy show called Heaty here. So I guess... Can you give us like a little bit of a teaser of what we can expect from the show? Uh, well, it's a stand-up comedy show, so uh, I hope people find it funny. Uh, I've been working really hard on the show. Uh, I've been touring it in Kuala Lumpur, and things are okay. So, and I come to the festival almost every year, uh, besides the last two years because of the pandemic. So I'm very confident that people that come to the show will have a good time, as will I, because I love Melbourne and I love performing in Melbourne. Yeah, no, oh my God, we like. You love Melbourne. That's so great. <laughs> not not to do horn horn moment, but like we we did see that you've actually done uh, promotions and stuff, especially getting us here Australians to like come for your show and stuff. You posted a video on your YouTube channel where you were reading like mm -hmm. a Australianized script by an Australian comedian friend that you have, and I yes. guess I don't know, Celeste. I realized I'm supposed to pass that to you. The question is mainly, did you understand any of that script or were you questioning it the whole time when you were reading it out? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was half questioning it, half like, <laughs> I, I got half of it, but the other half was like, what is going on? But I guess that's that's slang for you, right? You, you, if, you, if you can understand another country's slang 100%, then it's not, then it's not slang, right? It's, it's a, slang is like an inside joke for everyone involved. So because I'm an outsider, I thought it'd be funny to try and imitate or use Australian slang when clearly I don't understand the slang nor do I am I even saying it in the correct accent yeah so it's I thought that'd good. be funny it's all yeah, yeah. Like thank you thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then coming off from that so you love Melbourne it's not your first time in Australia we also want to know what are the specific Australian things that you find questionable as a person who's from Malaysia is it yeah oh uh well not really. I think, uh, okay, I think Australia and Malaysia are pretty similar in many ways, of course. Uh, but I think 
the one thing I do find questionable is the many uh, cafes in Australia. Uh, they serve on their menu. Uh, this is the first time I came. This is 2015. I came to Melbourne, and on the menu, like they list the dishes, and then in brackets, GF, right? Um, like uh, uh, what, whatever uh, 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 sandwich GF. And I thought, oh, is this suitable to to order for my girlfriend? Like, why is it all? <laughs> I genuinely was like, what is what does GF mean? Then only I found out that GF is when you know you want something that is pretentious. <laughs> I mean, gluten free. Yeah, <laughs> depends on so, the yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's one. And and but by and large, you know, I really I I I like to say I adapt really well to Melbourne. I I, I love Melbourne, but uh, I think the food culture is very much evolved. Uh, compared to you know other places, so yeah, I, I love eating in Melbourne. This is just like a really random question, but it's like, um, I mean, I know because like I'm Malaysian as well, and when my family comes down to visit here in Melbourne, they mm-hmm. like to, they always say they're like, oh, I love to immerse myself in like Melbourne cafe like culture food, and then they end up eating a Malaysian food in <laughs> Melbourne, and it's like, I just want, I was like, have you? Like done that before, kind of thing. Wait, yes. while you've been here before, and what what's like your yes. little verdict? The thing about Malaysians is we are very passionate about our Malaysian cuisine. So wherever we go, we can spend a maximum of three days of not eating Malaysian food, and then we go crazy, and then we have to eat Malaysian food, or we will murder somebody on the street. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll we'll break out in hives. We get an allergic reaction if we don't have Malaysian food within seventy two hours. It it just makes sense because it's just like you get a little bit homesick and stuff, and it's like yes, yes, it's it's just yes. feels like a little warm hug moment, but yeah. it is it is a, a warm hug in the stomach. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> something which like yeah, something which you can also use to describe like I guess food as well that like your mm-hmm. parents and stuff like oh my mom yes, and stuff yes, yes. makes food. Yeah, and I guess uh, around, definitely. Yeah, and I guess around that like topic about parents and stuff because. You know, we're, we're like an Asian-run um, show and stuff like that, and we mm-hmm. kind of we know like bits and pieces about how for parents, like especially with Asian parents, there because dream is always for like their childhood, become a doctor or become a lawyer, all that type of stuff. <laughs> so I guess how did your family react when you decided to do stand-up comedy? I think uh, the big change was when I became a full-time comedian in which I quit my job. Uh, and in the first few months, I did not tell them. I just said, hey, I'm, I'm going on sabbatical. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a leave of absence. And that went from three months to six months to 12 months. And then it slowly dawned upon them that I won't be returning. And you know, so that's how I eased them in, by just lying to them. And I think that's the best way to go uh, for all the Asian kids watching. If you want to shock your parents into a big decision, just slowly ease them by not telling them the truth over one year. And uh, after a while, when my parents realized that I'm doing okay on my own, I'm self-sustaining, I'm not relying on them for money, they were okay. Yeah. So there wasn't a big drama when I transitioned. Um, so you mentioned how you quit being a doctor. Uh, do you still have a license to practice medicine or is that like, are you exiled forever from that? Oh, wow. Uh, that's two big <laughs> extremes. Uh, I, I, I don't have a license, but I, I'm also not exiled. From, it's not like they banished me because I killed 
five patients in one day and they said, no, Jason, you should do comedy and never ever come back to the within 50 meters of the hospital again. Uh, so no, if to answer your very Asian mom question, uh, I, can, I can go back and work as a doctor if I, you know, do a refresher course and apply for the license again. But so far, comedy has been great. So uh, I don't need to. So I've been, you know, I've been hashtag blessed in a way. So with the pandemic being a huge thing in the past two years, um, where it has especially affected the live entertainment industry, what was like kind of going through your mind during that time? Did you think about returning to working as a doctor, um, considering that live entertainment wasn't a a good thing for stand-up comedy or did you remain vigilant and yeah yeah uh that's a very good question uh i did briefly consider going back to help out during the pandemic but then i thought no i much rather stay at home and do videos and enjoy my life <laughs> because because my wife is uh, still a doctor and she was deep in the trenches fighting covid and looking at how hard she worked i thought no I would much rather stay at home. Uh, but what I kept busy was doing comedy videos and, you know, doing online shows. And that really helped, uh, you know, get me through the pandemic. Yeah, no, that's like, it's it interesting. I've like, for me personally, I'm not too familiar in like the comedy world and stuff like that. And so hearing like things like online shows happening and creating more like online comedy content, is like really interesting. And it kind of like, I don't know, proposes like this interesting question of just, I guess, beyond the COVID landscape that we've been living in, what do you, I guess, kind of find to be the most frustrating, but also like the most rewarding parts about being a comedian just in general? I think it's the same during the pandemic or out of the pandemic, just making people laugh. And I think during the pandemic, it became even more important because everyone was really depressed and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, can't go out. So Comedy, I think the nice thing about that was people realized how important comedy was. But then now that we're out of the pandemic, I think it's what is even more important is the live mm. event ex- aspect of comedy where it's a shared experience and everyone comes out and enjoys comedy together. I think that's really important. So uh, I'm really glad that people are coming out now. I'm glad that the Melbourne Comedy Festival is back and many people are buying tickets. And I'm very happy that people are buying tickets to come and see me perform live, which is very heartening thing. There was a point in time where I thought, ah, I will never be able to do stand-up comedy again. But now it's back. Comedy is back. Live events is back. So I'm very mm. happy. That's great to hear. We're super excited to see you come down as well. And so leading on to that, we have this question, which is what mm-hmm. song, preferably by an Asian artist, best encapsulates your upcoming comedy show or the tone of your show? Oh, uh, hmm. must this song be Asian-esque? Asian? Asian? Uh... It can be, From but Asian. at this point, it do- doesn't have to be, but yeah. preferable. <laughs> well, I like, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Metallica. So basically oh. any song Ooh. from Metallica keeps gets me pumped out. Uh, I normally play Metallica songs when I come on stage. So like, oh. ladies and gentlemen, Jason Leong, and then uh, Enter Sandman or uh, Fuel, <sighs> uh, Master of Puppets hits, and then I come on stage. So yeah, it, it, gets, it gets me pumped up. It gets the audience pumped up. So it's, yeah, good. Alright, so Alicia better be the... playing that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, no pressure. 
but I guess yeah lastly for us our like listeners at home if they want to find out more about you where can they find you on your socials and of course hear more about the show that's coming up in Melbourne International Comedy Festival uh, yeah so you can get tickets at www.jasonleong.my tickets are going really really fast I'm so happy that people in Melbourne are coming out to the show and most importantly uh, I want to ask uh, Celeste and Lisha have you bought tickets to my show? <laughs> no, because I'm kind so of that... working for the festival. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. So, 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 okay. So, uh, okay. Are you guys coming to my show? I intend to if I've got time. Yeah. <laughs> what a diplomatic answer. What a nice way of saying no, I'm not coming to your show. I your do comedy see you is show. disgusting. <laughs> what on earth does Hiti even mean? Who the hell do you think you are? I get it now. I get it, Celeste. I get it. <laughs> no, I, I, I love, can take a hint, I love Celeste. hashtag blessed. I really want to see Haiti. I just, I'm working. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Can you from Celeste is a very, she's a hardworking, busy girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, I guess. But, yeah. By the way, to all the listeners uh, listening in, uh, you have no idea, but Lisha has been giggling nonstop since we started this interview. <laughs> uh-huh. She, she, I, I would like her to come to my show because she will laugh nonstop. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what you want. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I will be the audience. The, I'm the, per, I'm the one and only audience anyone needs in a comedy show in general. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for chatting with us once again. We are again super excited for your comedy show, Kitty, which is, is happening in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Once again, if you are interested in seeing the show, please do visit the website to find details about the tickets there. And the show will be be happening from March 31st till March 10 at the Malt House. So don't miss out on some just honestly, just really good, feel good laughter. And once again, like Jason said, supporting, like just supporting festivals and live comedy and just live shows coming back once again. And yeah, thank you for yeah. joining us. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, Celeste. You, you're, you are all amazing. Thank you so much. See you in Melbourne.